welcome to the Orion Report. So let's start tonight with our prayer. Supreme Spirit, the one and most high God, by Emmanuel, God with us, we call upon you and ask you to be present with us now, guiding me in my words and expressions as I seek to inform and edify. You are our hope, our faith, and our highest love, and we have placed our souls and spirits in your hands to deliver us from the enemies thereof. Amen. And now, in the news. The war in the Ukraine continues to amplify, bringing horror and suffering in Europe not seen since World War II. We Orion should be praying for the innocent victims and observing the unfolding of history and the divine plan with a heart toward contemplation and wisdom. We cannot condone attacks on civilian targets, committed in a way to break the Ukrainian will to fight. We must utterly condemn torture, rape, and unnecessary cruelty. Yet we cannot completely trust the narrative, as news outlets on both sides act as little more than political propaganda agencies across the planet. Online independent news is filtered through big tech censorship and both sides in any conflict will tend to demonize their enemy and lionize their allies. There is protest in Russia itself, but it must also be understood that the patriarch of the Russian Orthodox Church with 90 million supporters has vehemently framed this as a war with godless and immoral sinful nations, no less than a holy war against the de facto satanic West. It is certain that the roots of Western disdain for Russia have risen over the decades due to its resistance to the Western worldview. For factions within America, anyone who believes in God and country, old-time values, is immediately suspect and lumped in with the Russians and considered fascist. Will World War III come out of this? Who can say? American and European nations are trying to give moral and remote support, but are carefully avoiding direct conflict with Russia. In prayer on this, I've received odd answers. Last week, the Spirit revealed the scenario of a neighbor, a friend, being attacked by a gang of thugs, a neighbor who had been a good friend to you, who had even helped you in conflicts you'd had with others. But now, in need, we abandon that neighbor to their fate, for fear of the power of the gang. Yet I was told that this vision scenario only applied to the American nation, and that Uriahns should not see it that way at all, as Uriahns are instructed to view themselves as first citizens of heaven and the coming kingdom. In a completely different answer this week, I was shown how this serves the agenda of certain factions, playing into the hands of those who wish to force a reset of the world, and may ultimately open Russia to what its patriarch fears, the influx of westernization if Putin falls from power. Wars and rumors of wars, but the end is not yet. I've no clear answers at present, as there is perhaps contention in the etheric and astral plane. When there is conflict on earth, there is certainly struggle in the adjacent planes of consciousness. 
Many of the COVID mandates are being removed across the planet, but many nations, Australia, China, etc., continue to operate in heightened states of authoritarianism, which is saying something for China. There are increasing reports, however suppressed by big tech, of COVID deaths being higher among the vaccinated, though this is perhaps due to a majority of people being vaccinated. But why are they even catching COVID, let alone dying of it, if the vaccine works? Meanwhile, there is increasing alarm over the magnitudal jump in the overall death rate, whether from a massive increase in suicides and drug death, or from a sudden spike in cancers and heart attacks. And many researchers are blaming the vaccines. We can only say we don't know. Like the media, the only scientists, governments, and big tech will allow to speak freely toe the public line and maintain the narrative. Alternative scientific voices are often conspiratorial and fringy, but now anyone who dares to challenge the official position of the state are branded heretics and pariahs. So who knows what is true and what is not anymore? We do know ultimately no one who died of COVID is dead. Their spirit continues, if not their souls. We know that the dent in the global population of around 8 billion was barely noticeable and easily compensated for by birth rates. Yet, with ever-decreasing sperm counts across the spectrum, at least in the developed world, we can't expect population rates to decline. In the Orion view, of course, a billion people have received the needle and are using their passports held in the right hand and have spiritually, mentally bent the knee to the great reset Luciferian agenda. As we've been keeping track of the anti-mandate struggle for over a year on our community, we've seen most large protests across the globe evaporate, even before the war began. The crux of the issue is still there. The increased authority of so-called democratic republics, the decrease in civil liberties, the heightened surveillance of citizens, the demonization and criminalization of dissent. The Canadian truckers are still in the midst of persecution, as are all who have resisted Trudeau, who now threatens those who would seek to flee Canada, seek political asylum in the U.S. or elsewhere, that their passports may be seized. Meanwhile, the social credit score system slithered quietly into place across the Western world, as more and more people find that they have been debanked. There is almost no mention of the American trucker convoys, which have already converged on Washington, D.C. But I will say, what I've seen has not been what I expected. Many videos online depict something akin to a truck stop tour of America, and instead of blockading Washington, D.C., the truckers are circling on the adjacent roads and highways, with almost no disruption of normal business perhaps undermined by the shrinking mandates or by fear of suffering the same fate as the Canadians. Perhaps I've just seen the wrong videos and accounts, all of which were supportive and encouraging of the convoys, but which did not rise to the level 
of the Canadian protests. And still, civil liberties continue to be infringed upon in the U.S. as oligarchical Marxist tyranny rises. Understand that no matter what form of government humanity has tried, with the best of intentions, always there will exist a ruling elite who prosper and who enjoy freedoms and privileges no one else has. Always there are those who bow and scrape to the ruling elite and get more scraps than the rest of the commoners. Always the ruling elite belong to secret groups and often practice secret acts that would utterly horrify and terrify and shock the general public should they be proven. But they are never proven. For the ruling elite control the media and the intelligence agencies and the businesses of the nations. Having said all that, it's time to move on to this week's reading from the IA. Monologue 2, Arrogance and Golden Threads Man-made religions are empty visions, which raise no one from the grave of living death, and only reinforce the chains that bind a spirit to the wheel of everlasting repetition and soul annihilation. God-given revelations are never perfect or complete, because humans receive only what they can conceive, and the waters of life pass through the filter of culture, experience, and expectations. This is, however, by design. Messages given to specific peoples and ages, and the dogmatic rarely receive them for narrowness of vision. Universes are wombs, and no soul obtains maturity less born of truth and spirit into the infinite and eternal realms of manifest intellect and emotion. Your universe is a gaping abyss, and no human escapes its grasp, its many traps, lest he or she receive assistance from the noumena of true illumination. Inner grief and outward confusion, all you see and experience within the abyss is an illusion of questions, which are answered by more illusions. Illusion reflects illusion. Illusion observes illusion. Illusion dissects illusion. Illusion measures illusion. Illusion reaches conclusions about illusion. Woeful misdirection and maddening eternal error appear as tangible and observable facts. Lucidity of form is written into the abyss to maintain the masquerade, and armies of deluded minds are eager to fight anyone who would question the reality of the lie, or who would dare challenge the established observations. In minds freed of collective assertions, a message from outside the gridwork of illusion might achieve reception. Oh, to dwell in the prison of the mind and spirit, to never see anything outside the walls, so that the walls become a comfort, and the prison becomes all there is, to ever abide among the convicts and believe that their behavior is the standard for everyone, everywhere. No glimpse given to them, the prisoners, of the grandeur that awaits the liberated, and no inkling of how a truly free person might live and exist. Worlds without end 
realms beyond numbering, life within limitless time, governed not by measure or distance, or even by imagination, but by perpetual living light and unbound inspiration. Colors unseen by man, inconceivable sounds and songs, the chorus of the infinite. Landscapes unperceived, wonders infinitely building one upon another, unto reaches of intensity that would render a human mind incoherent and overwhelmed with but a glance of what lies outside the walls of feeble mortal notions of real and unreal. Yet, what will anyone say to what I reveal here? Prove it. Show us. We will not take your word for it. Tis evident that your message is the contrivance of a madman or a liar. Surely my messenger is a madman, as most have been, and so much the better for it. For who but madmen can I talk to? Who but a lunatic would dare hear me? What have I to prove to any human being? I've wasted myriad words on mankind, and many a madman sent to mockery, torment, and death for the sake of your wicked species. In signs and wonders, I have sought to waken you from your willful dreaming. Numerous minds brought near the veil and returned to declare what they have seen. Nature's keys provided by which to glean higher realities. Signs and wonders, subtle and profound, daily beheld in the skies above and in the earth below. Oh, how fiercely the mighty work to hide the truth from the sleeping masses. Still, you are content, as a race, to remain as beasts and willfully cling to the inmate's mentality, institutionalized. No, I shall prove nothing to you, for my words are the evidence and all that humanity has earned. The point, the test, is abstract reasoning, outgrowing the programming of enslavement and the attainment of faith. Hints and clues are all that are permitted. The message is of no value unto me. I gain nothing for the effort, as I have gained nothing from former instructions, save the contentment that an effort was made. A very high opinion you humans have of yourselves, which is wholly unwarranted. Do you really seriously think that I owe you anything? I am what I am. I shall be whatever I shall be. I do only what I choose to do. I find friends among those who make themselves my friends, and countless are those who seek my companionship. As for those that would put I am to the test, this telepathic voice which speaks to human hearts in subliminal and empathic whispers, what use have I for such arrogant brats? Love is my eternal motive. My only purpose is to awaken and free you. But you wish to remain in worlds of amnesia and roaring unrest. So be it. What purpose in arguing or debating with someone for his or her own sake? What good is served trying to rescue someone who chooses to drown? The true religion? A unity of believers bound together in a common cause and a common hope? shared values and goals, a world view of eternal ambition. There is not one denomination or sect that speaks for the highest. 
and all religions have strayed from the visions of their founders. Angels and archangels, devils and demons, these found religions for the sake of the causes and expressions they stand for, personify and represent. Every sect and every ideology has its vain or sublime patron. What humans most worship, no matter their self-proclaimed faiths, are money, sex, vanity, violence, death, undeath, avarice, vice, and possessions, stuff. In simpler terms, humanity's gods are flesh and matter. Obeying the religions of animal instinct and chasing vacuous aspirations rather than heeding teachings instituted by archangels, transcendent beings of light and consciousness, which lead to ascension beyond the bestial carnal nature. Both the religious and the irreligious shall reject what I give you hereafter, pulling forth a golden thread woven into the tapestry of history, sewn into many sects, hidden within seven monotheistic religions, and revealed in fragments within varied mystical traditions, revealing a distillation and emerging of ideas and ideals, to create a unity of purpose and vision by which to reach for the transcendent one, as individuals and societies. I come to declare the kingdom and the cause unto the penitent and the faithful of the earth and the heavens. Those who can hear and see, who do the work that is given, shall find an open doorway in the highest heaven, and shall find that truth has set them free. Do not become discouraged in your lack of knowing. Go here and there seeking knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and truth, and see the pieces of the puzzle, which I now lay before you forming a larger view. If doctrine is more important to you than truth, then go no further along this golden path. Only rage and bitterness of spirit shall you gain, as the scroll turns your stomach sour. Note 1. The wheel of everlasting repetition and soul annihilation refers to reincarnation. To repeat the same lessons and experiences over and over again forever. The personality or identity of someone reincarnated ceases to exist, overwritten or surrendered to the God of your heart. Note 2. Noumena or Numen are divine or supernatural beings. That's the end of that monologue. Now this passage drives home the futility of questioning God. I do not mean asking questions of God, but asking God to prove or justify. I've heard people say things like, I could never believe in a God that would allow all the cruelty of the world. Who allows that cruelty? Certainly not God. God allows humanity free will. Humanity chooses to allow all the cruelty of the world. If God takes away our free will, then we become nothing more than robots following orders, never learning, never reaching for transcendence or reaching for God. Similar to a couple of styles of government I see around the world. Yet, when those governments take away free will, the cruelty does not stop. It gets deeper and more perverse. 
Only a system governed by an immutable and transcendent moral code will stop the cruelty of the world. And humanity chooses, with their free will, not to do it. And so the cruelty continues. Those who decide to hate, disrespect, or disbelieve because of this, do so of their own free will. Those decisions do not affect the ultimate nature of God in any way. Our world is an illusion, but as we work toward individuation and ascension within ourselves, it is our divine duty to bring the same to the entire world, and such is the coming of the kingdom. The vision given us for the kingdom does not fit within the right versus left paradigm. Our views as you study are quite different, but all have the goal of elevating humanity beyond the crib of earth and the confines of mortal flesh. And that will do it for tonight's episode of the Orion Report. Thank you for joining me, and God bless you. Give me strength to wage the holy fight. Help me know my destiny.